This is Dr. David Proden, and I want to thank you as we begin another journey into school and community safety. If you're looking for industrial safety expert, Appalachian State University professor, Dr. Timothy Ludwig, please visit www.safety-doc.com. Again, that's Dr. Timothy Ludwig at www.safety-doc.com. The Safety Doc Podcast with author, radio host, and nationally recognized safety expert, Dr. David Perodin. Join us each week as we discuss the best and most bizarre practices in safety preparation and crisis response. Follow Dr. Perodin on Twitter at SafetyPhD. And remember, the truth will keep you safe. What three words? How do you maximize time when every second counts? Emergencies can happen anywhere, from familiar settings to the most unexpected places. Clearly describing where help is needed can be difficult, and coordinating emergency services is a challenge, especially in a crisis. What three words is providing a solution? Nearly every three meter by three meter square on Earth has a three word address, and location can be quickly identified. In the most remote places, when street addresses no longer exist, crews can quickly share where they are, getting first responders on scene more rapidly. Locating the nearest place to go for help. Be better prepared at what3words.com. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. David Proden, and welcome to the Safety Doc Podcast. I am thrilled today to be talking with Giles from What Three Words. Now, this is a software program that I learned about just a few weeks ago. And it hit me like a ton of bricks being a safety professional. And I could immediately see the um, additional applications for this software. Um, it is part of this, this new wave of geospatial um, organizing of the planet of locations by identifying them with a three-word address. I was also a firefighter back in the day and learned that you could take a fire hydrant with this software and actually give it its own three-word address. So, Giles, welcome so much. And we have a time differential. Giles is in Great Britain right now. I'm in the United States. So I believe it's about a little past 7 p.m. for you, a little past 1 p.m. in the afternoon for me. So, Giles, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks, David. So it's great to be on. So um, tell me about your role with What Three Words, and then also if you can explain What Three Words, um, what it is. Sure. So uh, my name is uh, Giles Rees-Jones, and I am the uh, Chief Marketing Officer at, uh, at What Three Words. Um, now, What Three Words is just a really simple way to talk about a location. Um, because, as you've experienced, um, uh, talking about places can be really, really difficult. Um, uh, street addressing uh, is great in certain scenarios, um, uh, but it doesn't, of course, cover the entire world. And there are plenty of places that aren't covered by a traditional street address. Uh, so if you wanted to meet someone in a park or on a beach, uh, or, or in fact, um, uh, a large car park or a large warehouse or something like that. So um, talking about location can be can be quite challenging. Um, so what three words is is a simple way. Um, we have divided the world up into fifty seven trillion uh, ten foot by ten foot squares, and then we have allocated each one of those squares a three word address. So three dictionary words 
describe any spot on the planet. And we've done it in uh, 27 different languages. Uh, so you can talk about it in Spanish, in Portuguese, in, in Russian, Mongolian, in Chinese and, uh, and Japanese and, and many, many others. Um, so we make it very simple to specify anywhere on the planet very, very simply. And reading through your uh, website materials, um, I, I think there's a misconception uh, people have of, of, well, this seems redundant because we already have mapping software. Uh, but a point that very clearly is made, um, you know, you might have an address to a, a venue, for example, which could cover several acres. So um, the mapping, the traditional software out there will give you this address. But what, what three words will give you is this exact location um, it might be a, a doorway, it might be in back where, you know, someone has had a medical event or something. And, and there's an image, you know, where you look at a whole span of beach and you can come down to that three meter by three meter square and say right here is where we need somebody to go to. Whether it's you're meeting up with somebody and this is, hey, this is where I'm at. Because <laughs> imagine, yeah, going to yeah. a beach and, you know, thousands of people out there and you don't know. I'm like, where? Okay, where are you? Um, um, and, and you can have that specific location. But, of course, with the show, immediately this hits me like a ton of bricks from a safety perspective because as I was learning firefighting back in the 1990s, early 1990s, we had paper plat books, meaning if there was a, a fire that came in, you were given basically kind of coordinates, and then you had to locate in the plat book where to go. So if you had an in-town fire, that was pretty easy because you had addresses and homes and you knew the places and things like that. But it, once you got out in the country, it was very difficult. And for me, I was terrific at all of the um, uh, different competencies I had to do for firefighting, but I was horrible at reading a plat book. It was a miserable, horrible experience even when I read it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult <laughs> It's a difficult thing to do. I, and the, the opportunities to make, to make mistakes is, right. uh, is large, right? If you, mix up a, if you mix up a one and a seven, right. you, know, you, you end up in the wrong place. Completely, completely. And I'm looking at what three words and thinking... If this was around um, back then, that that whole section is gone because this is the solution. And the fact that it interfaces with a drone, if you need to get up and, and get reconnaissance of an area, like if there's a, a wildland fire that's going or something like that, um, there are, it just flooded my mind um, of so many applications of this in, in the rescue setting. So um, I, I read, you know, and I've seen videos the Netherlands has incorporated what three words, uh, what three words was um, also incorporated into Super Bowl 50 at Levi Stadium in San Francisco in the United that's, States. That's right. Yeah, um, that's it, right. I mean, when you when you think about it, when you think about it, if you if you put in the address uh, of a large football stadium, a sports stadium, the pin will drop normally in the center of the pitch, uh, the center of the field. Um, so a street address covers an incredibly large area, but only points in the center, whereas it's got multiple entrances and exit and evacuation points and emergency points, fire hydrants. It's, it's, there's so many different places. And, uh, and the reason that they used in the Super Bowl is um, uh, because addressing was so bad and communicating GPS coordinates over a field radio in a high-stress situation is, is massively prone to error. So uh, they found that using three words over the radio just, just worked perfectly. And also with three words, um, when, when you talk about a location, um, let's say that you know, it, is, it is where the Super Bowl is located, and 50 years from now, that stadium is tore, torn down and, and, and there's a residential section put up the what three words identification for that specific area of land doesn't change. So it's static, which has incredible reliability through geologistics and rescue. Um, so tell me about experiences when people have come to you or, or I guess, so I, I read in the, in the software, correct me if I'm wrong, was originally um, hatched because there were struggles with bands getting uh, equipment to the right locations um, like a large venue, 
that might seat 20,000 yeah. people. And it's like, well, there's eight loading docks and like, you know, so it'll give you the address. But like, where exactly should we take this so it's not getting lost and within buildings and, and stuff like that? So it was more of, of how to get these those types of assets. And tell me about the process of when you or the company started to realize this this has so many other applications and specifically how the Netherlands gets involved in integrating this in safety and in so the yeah so the yeah you're, you're right the, the, the initial idea came from the music industry and it was those large venues but also um, you know chateaus in the in the middle of France uh, and and villas in Italy and so whether you're whether you're looking at a, at a large um, kind of industrial entertainment space or a, a very small rural uh, location, um, uh, bands would get lost, equipment would go to the wrong place, guests wouldn't turn up. Um, and so Chris, who's our, our co-founder, started using GPS coordinates. Um, and it became apparent very quickly that um, guitarists and these singers are not kind of predisposed to remembering 18 digits. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and they'd mix them up. And they'd write write it down fast, and yeah, as I said, they'd mix up a, a, a three and a five or a one and a seven, and they would they wouldn't realise it. They would they would go to a hillside in Rome, but they were just an hour north of Rome instead of an hour south. They couldn't see that there'd been a problem. Thinking about um, uh, ways to solve this, and there was a, a dictionary on the table, and they thought, how many words would we would we need, and how many uh, what what size of squares should we um, uh, should we go for? And they worked out that there was 57 trillion uh, 10 foot by 10 foot squares. And if you've got a word list of 40,000 words, 40,000 cubed is 64 trillion. That gives you enough to to cover the entire planet. Um, and and very quickly they they realised that um, the applications for this for emergency services, uh, for police forces, um, for aid and humanitarian, as well as automotive and uh, delivery services, um, uh, travelers. Uh, there are so many applications for uh, a better addressing system. Uh, and uh, the, the, the system has grown and, and, and has been adopted over the past few years. So with, um, with rescue, um, tell me, I, I guess, give me examples where that has specifically been used by uh, the Red Cross in uh, the Philippines. Uh, when there was a, a disaster a couple of years ago, they used our system, as you, as you pointed out, um, when um, distinguishing uh, landmarks, when, when a disaster hit and landmarks disappear and, and, and roads disappear and homes disappear, uh, our grid remains the same and remains constant. Uh, so in those circumstances, they find it incredibly useful to coordinate teams. So we were used by the Red Cross in the, in the Philippines. Um, uh, last year, at the beginning of last year in Mexico, there was a, a, a series of large earthquakes and uh, the Mexican government actually um, used our system in Spanish to, to coordinate uh, responses. Um, we are being used uh, a lot by the UK police forces. Several UK police forces are now using using the system. Now, it's, it's worth mentioning that um, the system is available as a, as a free app uh, and, a, and a free website, uh, and, and lots of people are using it uh, for that. Um, uh, but we also have a, a piece of software that that systems uh, uh, people can buy and build into their own kind of dispatch systems or build into their vehicles or right. um, or build their own apps and, and, and services as well. So we make it as, as freely accessible as we can for everybody um, and and large businesses that can kind of make and save money through using the system, we, we kind of levy a, a software license fee. I, I saw you also had um, so a package for nonprofit, like 501 um, companies yeah. and it, yeah. it, it, and so I I've had on the show uh, for example Triton Relief Group in the United States they respond to um, hurricanes uh, post hurricane disaster helping people who have been flooded out of their homes so um, you know it was just that I, I I think that's another um, terrific asset of of what three words yeah. The ability to use it on, on any handset, the whole system works offline as well. So you don't need a data connection. So a lot of these, uh, a lot of these scenarios that, that happen, um, uh, cell towers get knocked out, people, people can't communicate using, uh, and, and can't use kind of online maps. Uh, our system is available offline. 
need no data connection, uh, no cell connection, and, and, the, and the system will work. Thank you for tuning in to the Safety Doc Podcast with the nation's leading safety expert, Dr. David Perodin. Author, radio show host, university instructor, researcher, expert witness, and consultant. Powerful testimonials. Dr. Perodin has a strong reputation as the go-to safety consultant, and he was still able to exceed our expectations. When we went looking for an expert in the field of crisis preparedness and prevention, David was the single person we pursued. Not easy stepping into the touchier subjects of life, but Dr. David pulls it off. Take a listen. Now, back to Dr. David Perodin and the Safety Doc Podcast. Um, how about school safety? Has anyone approached you with some opportunities for integrating the software into school safety? Um, interestingly, um, not really. It's not something that's uh, that's kind of come across our, our plate. And obviously, the the system would be uh, would be incredibly useful. Um, uh, I think you mentioned in your introduction the kind of rally points and uh, and things like that. Uh, and again, the the, the the software is, is kind of freely available to use, so we'd be delighted to be to be used for those those sorts of scenarios. Okay, um, so that's amazing to me because it struck me um, right off the bat after talking with um, somebody, and I'll tell you the person I I talked to. His name is Tim. He works um, at the School for the Blind, and he is using your software with students who are visually impaired, so they can. Um, identify specific locations, not only within the building, but within the community. Um, so it is, it is amazing. amazing. And you, you probably didn't even have that idea that that was happening. So he showed me, <laughs> I met with him um, in person and he was showing me how the software um, is readily being used by persons who are, are blind. Um, so I, again, this is, I, I think we had mentioned it. Um, I'm very interested in doing a white paper specific to what three words and and safety and school safety, because it it is it is completely what I see as as the absolute um, recasting of of school safety. Um, the the problem in the United States, or one of the problems in the United States, and I say this as a school safety expert, is where um, schools will will spend a lot of time trying to identify the, as you said, rally point or the reunification mm-hmm. site as part of their safety plan. So if something happens, then we will go to this location. But the problem is that you never know what the perimeter is going to be. You never know the scope of a disaster. Um, so to say that your rally point is two blocks away when there's a six block perimeter set up by law enforcement. Now you have multiple problems of you've told everybody this is where you're going and you're not going to go there. Um, and now you have to come up with a new site. So what I tell people is don't even worry about if you had what three words, if you had what three words integrate it in, into your program, you know, in, into your process, what you would do is notify people ahead of time. Listen, we will set up a rally point or we'll set up a reunification site that will be done once we understand um, the the physical perimeter that's been established by law enforcement. We will then get those get that um, address out to you as parents or as providers, and then you can go exactly to that location. So it creates where you basically take a a three or four pages in a safety guide and reduce it down to a short paragraph saying we will work the problem um, just as we normally would. And then you will go to you will be issued a what three words um, address and then, you know, whatever here is. You know, use the app. Get to the address. That's, yeah, that sounds, that sounds uh, perfect. And and interestingly, the the way that um, we're used by the UK police is um, they actually send a, a text message to the 
um, uh, uh, the person in distress, which helps them to identify the the, the, um, the location. But yes, you could you could send a, a, a URL out, which would have the three-word address on to anybody who needs to know it. The beauty of the system is that um, uh, you can actually say it, you can write it down, you can text it, you can use it across many, many, many media, which means it's a really, really simple way to to communicate location across multiple different different channels and, and, and rally everybody to a single point. And having a background um, in speech language pathology, which is my background, understanding also that the three word system, words are better than numbers. And, and you've pointed that out in, in your materials, mm-hmm. absolutely um, correct. And the way that telephone numbers uh, were developed, for example, in, in the United States, is they would go with three numbers, like 443 and then dash 555 to break it up so people remember it. But even with that, words are always better because words have some kind of contextual um, relationship to them, three words. So it is, it is a system that's based upon very sound science. Um, I practiced this a few times. I, I moved around the map. Um, identified um, three-word addresses, and not only just having to to remember the three-word address being much more streamlined, easier to do, but if you have to write it down, it's much easier to do. And of course, if it is up on a screen, you're not going to transpose a zero for an O, for a one, for a seven, for a five, for a three, for whatever. Um, yeah, it is yeah. so much smoother. So the yeah, your ability to remember three words is near perfect. Uh, to hold that in your short term memory and do something else with it is uh, is near perfect. So so it's so it's fantastic for that. It's worth noting that we've also, if you do make a mistake, we make it really obvious that you made a mistake. So we've put similar sounding words very far apart. So for example, table chair lamp is in New York. Table chair damp is in Australia. Okay. So if you make a slight error and you're trying to find rally point in New York and you hear damp and you type it into the system, the system goes, I actually think you meant lamp because you're, you're, you know, you're 500 yards away from, from lamp. Damp is, is on the other side of the world. Yeah. So we've built an error detection system. So even if you do make a, make a mistake when you're communicating it, the system will auto correct and suggest a more appropriate three word address that's near you. Oh, that is remarkable. See, I, I, I wasn't aware that that was, that that was a feature. Um, mm. So when, because uh, right now in the United States, um, you know, like I had a Garmin in my car and, you know, we have uh, Google Maps. And um, w- when do you perceive that mm. this is going, because as I, as I share this information across the safety community, this is new information. And usually those you know, the safety community is very, um, has a lot of due diligence as they adopt things and vet things in because mm-hmm. they're there then for a long time. And I fully believe, like I've, I've said this in, in my last podcast, this software is, is designed um, spot on. It, th- this is going to integrate. It's going to become uh, ubiquitous in five to 10 years as just a significant tool in safety. Um, so what what's next i mean who's you you talked about um in terra but google maps cars vehicles where will we start seeing yep. this to come out um so we we're, we're starting to see it uh more and more in uh, all over the world the um uh i think the um the the big push at the moment for us is in automotive because um, using your voice to enter data into a machine, into a car, is increasing. Uh, the use of Alexa and Google Home is increasing. Um, but trying to uh, trying to put dress is is incredibly difficult. If I say, "Take me to Forty Second First Street," the the map might well get confused and say, "Does that is that four hundred and twenty is that 421 or is that first 42 first street so all of a sudden it becomes very difficult for a machine to understand what you're saying so um, Mercedes have just uh, built the system into their new cars so you can jump into their latest A class or B class you say hey Mercedes uh, what three words Uh, apple banana spoon and it knows precisely where you want to go there is 
no error. There's no ambiguity. There is no which which Park Street did you mean? Uh, it knows exactly where you want to go. So uh, we're seeing a lot of interest from the uh, uh, the the auto space. Uh, we're seeing a lot of interest from uh, the ride hailing uh, space, taxi uh, space. How how many times you've been standing on the street corner trying to uh, trying to tell your Uber driver exactly where you are. Oh, so right. uh, we've just been integrating. We've just been integrated into uh, Cabify, which is a, a large uh, Latin American uh, ride-hailing service. You can order a taxi to pick you up at a three-word address and drop you off at a three-word address. So again, no more ambiguity. Um, so uh, lots of um, uh, lots of use in cars. Lots of use in mobility. Uh, Domino's Pizza have just started using us, okay. us uh, in the Middle East. Uh, so we've just opened an office actually in the U.S. in uh, Silicon Valley, um, uh, particularly if, because of the interest from uh, from the auto uh, industry and the mobility industry. Um, so uh, we've just we've just opened an office uh, an office there. So um, uh, we're, we're there in the in the U.S. and 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 keen to work with uh, as many partners as possible. I think the you know poor addressing is uh, is kind of vaguely frustrating to people. Um, you know, they have to walk a, an extra couple of hundred yards to find a specific entrance to uh, to, to an office. Um, for a business, actually, it costs a lot of money. If you're if you're you're making deliveries, a couple of hundred deliveries a day, and you're and you're slightly off with with where you're delivering to, um, that costs businesses a lot of money. Uh, but as you pointed out, if you're a first responder, if there's an emergency, and um, you go to the wrong place. Every second counts in that sort of scenario. So, um, uh, you know, the ability for uh, a simple solution that can reduce frustration, increase uh, efficiencies, and, and save lives is uh, is something that we're uh, that, that we're keen to to get into the hands of everybody. So, if I was using the app and um, I, I was out hiking with my family and you know there was there was a medical emergency uh, that happened if I had the app um, would I be calling you know nine one one and then um, checking on the app for my coordinates or or I guess how does that work that I know okay here's where I'm at so I can report this information in uh, yes it would be it would be exactly that it would be the um, uh, uh, if you need to know your location when you're in uh, you're in trouble, if you're if you're hiking or, um, or or you're at a school, it becomes an understand standard issue app. Uh, this is this is the app that you should have on your phone. So if you get in trouble, just in case, um, you can you can use the app to find your location, or someone can send your location and you can use the app to to find that location. With a school, for example, you know, a large school building or campus mm. to identify specific areas um, for first responders, because that that is difficult after, for example, um, during school shooter events, as different um, emergency teams enter the building, they often have a hard time figuring out where the other team is in the building because they're not mm -hmm. familiar with the building. But if they, you know, versus like, I know I'm in this hallway or this hallway, but if they can actually um, get a reading and say, this is exactly where I'm at, and then someone can overlay a map and say, okay, like you are outside of whatever, here's where the other team is and, and help to coordinate. Uh, because that is, um, that's a, when I, when I work with um, people who respond to school shootings and, and that is, that's the, the complexity is they're not sure if they're coming upon their own uh, other rescuers or, or other police or if it could be, you know, a potential um, shooter because they're not sure where those teams yeah. specifically are located. So that's where what three words can help identify where your assets are in the building. And again, it's one thing to say, I'm, I'm for, for <laughs> well, for example, um, it's timely. I was um, in a multiple vehicle car accident. Um, on the interstate on uh, two days ago. And um, my vehicle, you know, ended up being spun around. And, and when I called emergency services, I was able to, you know, vaguely describe where I was. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't tracking road right. markers. And, and so yeah. I kind of knew. And um, I could give some of that information. But had, um, you know, if I was able to have the what three words 
That is huge when you are responding, um, you know, with with the state patrol or with fire department EMS to know exactly even which vehicle had contacted co- you. Co- co- yeah, and 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 co- coordinating all of those that you just that you just um, uh, just uh, named. They they all often have slightly different ways of of talking about uh, location. So saying three words for every single one of them, even the tow truck, you know, all of a sudden you've got a very simple way to. Um, that everybody can uh, can understand very simply and and use on their phone immediately. You know, it doesn't require a huge software integration to 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 use the system. You can just use the app. Yeah, as I go back and I I replay, um, you know, how the responders came on scene, and and again, every everyone was very professional, but as far as efficiency, with what three words? Um, the response would have would have been more efficient. Not that it was inefficient, but the the tool of what three words would bring you right again to these specific vehicles, um, would bring you to the people who had made the calls in, would be able to stage the tow trucks, the assets very specifically in in the locations, um, and and it, and as you said, there's the benefits of streamlining. There's the benefits of saving seconds. Um, so, I I mean I am. I'm thrilled. I mean, this is something that for school safety specifically um, changes the whole approach to the um, reunification site because um, people would even, um, let's say that they would pick a reunification site two blocks from the school and say if something happens at the school, a gas leak or a evacuation because of a bomb threat or something, whatever it would be. Or if something just happens, you know, there's some mm-hmm. failure in the school where we have to evacuate um, the building. Um, and here's like our point that we're going to for evacuation. And we're going to staff, or we're going to put blankets over there and MREs, meal ready to eat, and, you know, stored water, stuff like that. And it never gets used for one because, you know, nobody maintains these things. But um, the the part is you've you've just reduced your heuristics or your options have, have just gone. Um, you think you've made the problem, you've solved the problem by creating the solution, but you haven't. So yeah, hypothetically, could you give a what three words address for that location? I, I, obviously you could, but I'm saying it never works that way. Those that never plays out that way. And then as soon as people have to move in the moment and work the problem and come up with a reunification site, it's mass confusion because people have a hard time getting to it. Now you're introducing new roads to them that they haven't heard before in the original plan and whatever. But if you give what three words, it's universal. It's going to get you, as you said, not only to a building or a complex, it would get you to the door that you needed to go to. Um, So I am absolutely thrilled with this and I'm going to be, you know, working on you know, researching out the typical perimeters and the changes in perimeters. I mean, I've, I've known locations where, for example, wildfire locations, they've evacuated schools and not only one time, but they've sometimes have evacuated and then evacuated again and again and again to move the perimeter further and further out. And I talked to one person in particular who said that was really a mag, uh, magnified challenge for us because every time we thought we were staged um we would get notification that the winds had changed we to go again we yeah. had to move and now um you know people are thinking of this and that and, and and again they're they're unfamiliar with counties they're coming into new area you know so new road systems new cities they they don't know you know go to where the old you know millworks building was i'm like well i'm not from here and i don't know but if you have what three words um, you say this is this plug is it, it's, plug it plug it in straight away yeah yeah it's modified here's where it was here's where it is here's where we need to go to and the problem is solved the problem is is solved so um, I I'm you know it, I'm very obviously a, a huge fan because I believe this this um, solves the issues the other part and I'm sure you're aware of this your software is extremely accessible for persons with disabilities, extremely accessible beyond. um, So, you know, you already know because I'm telling, you know, telling you now um, it is being used at the Wisconsin School for the Blind with great success 
to the point where um, right. they're looking at mapping the entire one million square foot campus out um, for students with what three words and um, uh, that's so a, that's, a, that's, a, that's amazing and the, uh, the we've even experimented with uh, uh, braille uh, signs uh, so um, many, many businesses and, and homes around the world are, are making three-word address signs with their, oh. um, their home address on their stick and all of a sudden you do that with braille um, uh, it's uh, you know it's 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 a really easy uh, cross-media way of, of, of specifying location and even specifying um, kind of uh, easy access points, disabled access points, uh, where you've got to be very, very precise. Whereas a, a street address wouldn't get you to the uh, disabled accessible doorway, whereas a three-word address uh, would. Oh yeah, that is, that is a that's a terrific point. Um, you know, and again, we down at at the Wisconsin School for the Blind, for example, it's a, a million square foot campus, so. Um, to have the address of the facility versus um, an address of a three meter by three meter location are two significantly different things when you're responding. And, and then even to navigate the campus or the community um, for youth and that they can generalize this into their home communities. And, and, it, and mm. they've adopted, they've, the, this is um, very easy to understand by students who are, you know, 12, 14, 15, and have learned Braille and have learned orientation and mobility yeah, skills. It's amazing. So, I'm going to So, yeah, f from that perspective, it was very, very easy and very intuitive for students. No, um, it, it, and so you, without specifically designing it, the program or the software has already been created with this extraordinary level of um, disability access. And to me, that is the barrier in virtually all rescue systems um, is accessibility. And how many times I've seen in instant command systems, even to this day, um, ICS systems where everything is supposed to be standardized for terminology. It never happens. People still revert to, well, for my town or for our department, we're going to use this set of words or this set of terms, or this will be tanker 42 or whatever. And yeah. it, it deteriorates rapidly. Even though in the United States, um, there was a movement for the national instant command system. And it sounds good in reality though, to implement it um, is it, it's not going very well from the people in the field that tell me, but what does what is very effective is like what three words. Thank you for tuning in to the Safety Doc Podcast with the nation's leading safety expert, Dr. David Perodin, author, radio show host, university instructor, researcher, expert witness, and consultant. Powerful testimonials. Dr. Perodin has a strong reputation as the go-to safety consultant, and he was still able to exceed our expectations. When we went looking for an expert in the field of crisis preparedness and prevention, David was the single person we pursued. Not easy stepping into the touchier subjects of life, but Dr. David pulls it off. Take a listen. Now, back to Dr. David Perodin and the Safety Doc Podcast. I guess if you, if, if you can um, share with me more on how product design and, and, and trials that you did in the software to in how people gave you feedback into this is what mm. we like, this is what we don't like, because that's... Um, what what happens again in in apps is an app will be released by someone who thought it was a really good idea but never really brought people in for input and it seems to me mm. that there's no way what three words could have been developed as well as it is it's a it, great without um a robust research and just getting people together to say give us feedback so tell me about that process I think the um, at its core, the the idea has has not really changed. The um, 
you know, three meters by three meters, 10 foot by 10 foot, three words. That kind of um, was, was said in the beginning and, um, and that hasn't changed at all. I think the way that we have presented it to people has changed. Um, uh, and we initially went out with a, uh, a website, which maybe wasn't the smoothest experience. And we've constantly been improving, and then we've launched our first app, and we've, we're going through various iterations of our, of our own app to make it as easy as possible for people to use and as intuitive as possible for, um, for people to use. And we've, as well as kind of adding more and more languages as, as we go, um, we've also just, just built in voice recognition uh, into our own app, so you can speak three words uh, into our own app. Um, and we're also working on optical character recognition, uh, so you can open your uh, camera on your phone, um, show it a three-word address, or recognize it, and again, give you, give you directions there, which again makes it a, a very accessible, uh, accessible thing. Um, uh, we've had to do a lot of um, uh, training with voice. Uh, so we, we had to have lots of people in, in multiple languages with multiple accents say words so we could train the system to understand the different pronunciation uh, around words. So we had a lot of um, uh, testing around, uh, around the words. Um, and, then, um, and then working with our partners to understand how they best want to use the, the system uh, and the fact that they want it to work offline and the fact that um, uh, they want it to be as small as possible so they can build it into uh, into cars, they can build it into their own apps. We've got over a thousand different uh, apps and businesses who have built our own software, you know, built our software in. So, uh, for example, Navme is a GPS app, it's a GPS navigation app. Um, you don't even need to use our app, you can just find a three-word address in the Navme app, you can type in a three-word address into the Navme app and it will recognize it. You don't even need to use our system. Um, and now more and more we, we're getting uh, beta testers involved into the into our system. They're testing out new features. Um, uh, we've got in-house research capabilities, so we're we're constantly testing and improving um, how we how we present this idea because there are people like you who 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 get it immediately, uh, and you don't mind the fact that you might have the word lettuce in your address. It's fine uh, because you see the huge benefits that the, the, the system kind of has. Um, uh, but there are other people who go, "What's what's wrong with dropping a pin? What's wrong with uh, with the street address?" Um, so there's a, there's a certain amount of education that we need to do, and we're trying to do that through the experience of of the app or through the experience of our partners. Uh, Mercedes-Benz have just started doing adverts about the fact that they have what few words in their cars, so they're telling people about this uh, this system, which is which is fantastic for us. That helps that, that kind of education. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited um, again because of this widespread integration of, of the software. And as you said, having different people speak in, in different dialects. Um, I, so when you're talking about um, languages, tell me again, mm. um, I had read it in the software or read it in, in from the website, but if I went to, um, China, and I'm unable yep. to speak the the language. How can I still utilize what three words to help my navigation? Uh, right. So we have we've addressed the entire planet in uh, in English. Uh, so you could be in China and uh, or Mongolia. Let's pick Mongolia. We're, okay. we're quite large. We're quite large in Mongolia because um, the Mongolian Postal Service was the first postal service in the world to adopt three-word addresses. Amazing. So now uh, in, in, in Mongolia, if you want to get a package, you can go to your online retailer. You can put in your three-word address. Uh, the Mongolian Postal Service will deliver that, deliver that package to you. Um, uh, so at Lonely Planet, uh, which is a travel uh, guidebook, large global travel guidebook service, have just brought out their latest guide to Mongolia, their, their travel book. And every single listing, every single bar, restaurant, hotel, tourist attraction, they've put the street address, if there is one, uh, and they put the three-word address as well uh, in multiple languages. So you can uh, uh, travel to Mongolia with your uh, Mongolian uh, Lonely Planet guide and and navigate to that uh, specific uh, bar uh, with with just three English words. So, or a Mongolian 
uh, can go to uh, can, can go to New York, and he can use uh, three Mongolian words to navigate New York. Because again, we've done the entire planet in Mongolian. Super Bowl Fifty, um, mm. integrating with that. Tell me how that process. Did you approach somebody for that? Were you approached? Um, and then how did it work with existing systems? Um, how how did that go? Um, so I believe it was the Santa Clara um, yes. uh, Police Department that built the uh, that built the the system in. Uh, I believe it was in the ArcGIS. Uh, system of which we're uh, um, we've, we've built in as a uh, as a service, um, and so uh, when they were coordinating uh, people on the ground and responders on the ground in their um, their kind of HQ, they had uh, the, the kind of map up on the uh, on the screen, and wherever there was an incident, whether it was being uh, phoned in or whether they needed to, to coordinate a response, uh, they could use the um, use the interface to. Um, uh, to, to send the, to find and send the three word addresses uh, to them. It was something that they uh, did themselves, um, and 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 we found out about it oh, okay. after the. And uh, uh, that, that's I mean that's the beauty of the system. It's so unbelievably accessible, like the Wisconsin uh, School for the Blind. Right. We had no idea that the system was being was being used that way, and so every day we we come across um, weird and wonderful ways that people are using the system. We. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, NCIS Los Angeles, a yes. TV yes. Uh, TV show. Show. Um, we were we were woven into one of their plot lines uh, <laughs> um, a few a few episodes ago. Uh, one of the one of their team members gets kidnapped, and she leaves uh, in a book. Three random words circled in an invisible ink. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, That's got to be amazing to find someone, out. Someone it's what three words. Oh, it's, it was brilliant, and we, we were like, what's going on with our website? We've got a huge uh, number of people that are searching for this three-word address in, uh, in Vietnam. What's going on? And it was actually the three-word address of where she'd been kidnapped to. So you see these people are using yeah. the system in, in weird yeah. and wonderful ways. They're using it for treasure, treasure hunts. They're using it for someone's even named a beer after, uh, okay. after the three-word address <laughs> of precisely where it was brewed. Uh, it's called Fear Movie Lion. It's a rather nice, uh, rather nice IPA. So it's being used um, in, in weird and wonderful, uh, wonderful ways. What three words? How do you maximize time when every second counts? Emergencies can happen anywhere. From familiar settings to the most unexpected places. Clearly describing where help is needed can be difficult. And coordinating emergency services is a challenge, especially in a crisis. What three words is providing a solution? Nearly every three meter by three meter square on Earth has a three word address and location can be quickly identified. In the most remote places, when street addresses no longer exist, crews can quickly share where they are, getting first responders on scene more rapidly. Locating the nearest place to go for help. Be better prepared at whatthreewords.com. You know, you're, you're learning of ways that the software is being used, um, and, and you had no idea um, because it's, again, and I think that speaks volumes to, again, the accessible design, the intuitive design of the software. I think that is such a compliment when that comes back to you. So, I have a question about timestamping. Does the software also allow, um, for example, if I am hiking and I want mm. to um, identify points along my trek so I can also get out. So I know like, okay, I'm at this, mm -hmm. at this rock, I'm going to click, is there a way to identify this is point one, this is point two, this is point three. And then maybe also to timestamp it so I know, okay, I reached this at this time, I reached this at this time. Um, I'm just wondering if any of that's available just for outdoor enthusiasts. Yes. Um, there is some, um, okay. not within our, 
Yeah, there's, so so not within our own app currently. There is you can certainly save places yes. uh, as you go through them with, with our own app. Um, there are a number of um, a kind of adventure apps out there that have built us in as well. Um, and again, they work offline. So a Pocket Earth, for example, is a uh, is a is a great app that um, that will allow you to to tag waypoints as you uh, as you move. Okay. Yeah. That. See, that is. In. I'm a bicyclist. I will bike. You know, seventy, eighty miles in in summer. Um, but again, like if I needed to find out where I was or bike to specific points, um, I'm relying on you know country signs of <laughs> whatever road versus whatever road, um, and. A lot of it isn't marked. You know, I'll drive it ahead of time in my car so I have an awareness and, and frankly, so I can landmark it. But that, again, is so less efficient than knowing what three words are as I've gone through it and and identifying and saving points. And, okay, here's where I'm at. Okay, I know that it's only going to be, you know, about 30 minutes up and then I'm going to hit where I need to go. And um, as you said, and and you know the landscape changes you know roads uh, if a road is is closed off or just even you know the the environment changes because of a storm um you know none of that is impacted when you have what three words because yeah the, the so we're um it's funny you mention that because we're being used by uh, running groups um to specify uh, rally points meeting points end points um uh, uh, motorbikers uh, also like the system again to, to specify boarding points on rivers and, and things like that. Uh, kayakers and paddleboarders are again using kind of entry points uh, and they're using three-word addresses to, to specify all those things. Um, even the kind of uh, RV and, and kind of camping community again are using us to, to specify uh, places to stop and places and places to camp and kind of have to remember uh, uh, kind of places places to go go back to. So. Right. Um, there's, there's plenty of plenty of use um, by by individuals just with our app as well as you know as well as some of the kind of bigger integrations we talked about. Yeah, and, and I like that you mentioned kayakers because we have um, some family members who love kayaking, and um, one of the things they mentioned is there are certain areas once they they tell people about um, it's hard then to for them obviously to to say here's where this is a terrific area to kayak like you have to go in about two miles and then over here and over here and and it's like but if yeah. you had a what if you got to that point and you had the what three words and say right here like once you get here this is terrific like for kayaking um because again what three words we think of addresses on land but what three words also will give you a location on water um, yeah. which, um, you know, is, is again, um, such a, a, a terrific uh, flexibility and resource of, of the application. Um, we're about 100 people now uh, across four offices. Uh, we've taken investment from uh, Sony. Uh, we've taken investment from Intel Capital. Uh, Mercedes, as well as building us into their cars, they also bought 10% of the company uh, oh. as well. So uh, there's been significant interest from uh, from kind of corporate uh, investment uh, who who see the the kind of value in the uh, in the system and and are not only integrating us but, but investing in the company as well. So uh, as you as you say, we're on a we're on a bit of a mission to become ubiquitous, to become a global standard. So you see word dot word dot word on a business card. You see it in a travel guide. Yeah, you see it written on a piece of paper, or you hear someone say it, and you go, yeah, that's a that's an address. I know what that is. The way that we've designed our our um, our logo, which is kind of three yeah. slashes, is that you know it's, we we want to become a kind of a hashtag for location. You see those three slashes, and you go, okay, I know I know what that is. Now it's universal, global. It 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 means the same thing ev- everywhere on the planet. I I was I was <laughs> I was so moved by the application of this that. I delayed the release of the last chapter in my book, um, which is being, you know, coming out through a publishing house um, in in about sixty days, and it was right at that moment I was about to shut everything down with my my finishing editor, 
And I said, well, wait, wait a second. Like I have a segment um, where I talk about reunification and I, I, I need to throw the brakes on. So I did include what three words um, within that segment. And it's more of like um, the near future. Um, What is that you need to be able to interface with the resources, the terrific resources, which are going to be presented to you in the very near future, if they haven't been presented already. But I know in the United States, people do not think of what three words in a safety capacity yet. It just hasn't got there yet. So when it does get there, be ready and willing and able to uh, embrace it. Just don't dismiss it. Yeah, because this is this is um, I I use the word um, recasting the way that things are done, because once this um, becomes uh, known and integrated, there will never be a going back point to the way things were. And um, that's that's the point that I made uh, in my book. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's amazing. Congratulations on the on the book. That's that's uh, that's fantastic, and and thank you for being an advocate. We, um, as I said, we um, we believe that we can have a significant impact on on people's lives for the better with uh, with a system like like this. And if we can, and we know we we know that we have helped to save lives, which is an incredibly humbling, uh, pretty special thing. Um, so uh, the more that we have fans and advocates like you telling people about the service the more we'll get used and potentially the more lives that we can uh that we can impact positively so thank you for your support so giles it's my my honor and is there one specific instance um you want to share or where someone came forward and said this was a time we used what three words in a safety situation something that uh Um, story that was shared sure we have to be careful how much I share but certainly there was a, an incident where uh, someone had been uh, uh, taken and was being held uh, in a place that uh, they were unaware of uh, where it was and, and couldn't describe it and um, uh, the emergency services uh, talked her through how to use the system and, and sent her a link um, and she read out the three word address and uh, they uh, arrested the the person who was holding them, and uh, and and uh, she was uh, recovered. And when when the team heard that, it was um, that that was a pretty powerful moment for uh, for everybody. And uh, that's that's just one of the stories that we are getting through from um, sure. from emergency services and and, and police forces um, all, all over the place. So it was uh, that was that was pretty powerful. Um, so as I work in my national safety consulting, I'm going to be mentioning what three words as something to make students aware of, because again, you could be in a a location that you are unfamiliar with, either by choice or by force, Um, but this instantly communicates information out. um, And um, this this is, it's also fascinating. I've, I've worked with a few states um, who have have diligently worked um, to educate students about groomers or basically sexual offenders. Mm-hmm. And in most of those instances, the children abducted will say, I could look out the window and I, I could recognize, like as I was being driven away from the place I was at, like I knew that area, then I knew like two blocks later, but then like five blocks later, I didn't know. And in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I had no idea where I was. Um, so yeah, it is one of those things where if if you know you can get access to um, you know some type of smart device or what or, or whatever, or you, that you do see a what three words address as you said put on something or a business card or that somebody has that, you have a resource now to instantly give you that geo spatial recognition that wasn't there before. So it's life saving. Um, in addition to this whole other side of use that uh, uh, you mentioned of logistics when you're delivering, you know, um, mm. you're a delivery yeah. company and packages and, and the, the the efficiency of saving minutes to going to the right location and how that compounds with the money that you're paying the person and the amount of deliveries you can make and, um, you know, all of those types of things, the efficiencies. I think I shared in my podcast um, when I talked about what three words. If if it was even like a five percent increase in efficiency, the 
um, cascade effect that that would have on cost savings and the amount of of proficiency would be immense. And I and I think five percent well, is conservative. Well, we did a we did a little uh, test in uh, in London, uh, which is one of the best best um, cities in in the world, and uh, we uh, gave a uh, two couriers um, twenty packages. Packages with street addresses on, and twenty packages with a corresponding three-word address on, and we mind them up with heart rate monitors, and, and we track them, and, and GoPros. And the person with um, uh, three-word addresses with what three words was thirty percent faster at his deliveries across the course of the day, so three and a half hours faster than the person with street addresses. And the person with street addresses had to make seven phone calls. The person with three-word addresses made none. He went to the exactly the right point and the right time, and and, and he had a fantastic day. Uh, so he likes us quite a lot. Um, uh, so yes, the, we we've demonstrated those efficiencies across multiple different countries for for deliveries, and then you and then you extrapolate that into um, emergency services, and uh, and again you um, you know, thirty percent faster at, at, at reaching a uh, an incident is uh, significant. Completely. In, in, the, in that, I mean, what you just shared, um, you know, where the person is having to make seven calls who's using the tra- traditional, you know, mapping address system. And plus, mm-hmm. you said heart rate monitor. They're probably becoming frustrated and less efficient at what they're doing um, versus also the person who is, is very efficiently using three-word address to get mm-hmm. to where they need to go. Um, so even the, I mean, even these ripple tolls on like employee satisfaction with job and employee retention and things which are not even thought of, but it's like, yeah, those are the types of things. I mean, if I'm working that position and I know that I have this system embraced by my employer, that's where I'm going definitely because I'm going to be a much happier, um, much more efficient employee. So yeah. well, Giles, I know that you've had a very uh, busy week, a lot of different things going on, and I want you to get back to the great work at um, contributing to what three words. So I'm going to wrap this up. Um, but again, I think the potential in school safety, which is uh, I'm bringing us back to a narrow window, um, is yeah. is immense. And I'm going to work through my professional network for awareness and how I see this integration. Right off the bat, though, it immediately changes the reunification site process um and i am i'm so excited because and i can tell you that back in the 1990s as a you know young person training to be a firefighter um yeah that this would have been powerful (laughs) it would have been powerful i would have felt I, i would have felt really much more empowered because honestly the plat book always left me with doubt i mean as i'm coming into the fire engine and on the passenger side, and you're with the plat book, I did not feel comfortable and confident with that, um, even the training that I had. I would feel completely confident with what three words and the fact that it interfaces with drones and other types of devices, which are now standard mm-hmm. with fire departments. We can get up and, and get an aerial view of you know what's the train we're going to have to cross to get to that what three words location. It is so seamlessly integrated. And again, just a compliment, uh, thank you for making yourself available thank you for the universal design for access for the software i'll share share that um on behalf of i'm not visually impaired but the visually impaired community is giving you a round of applause because most software is not designed um to be to to have that accessibility your software has that accessibility whether um, that was fully intentional or not, I think, through good design, it, it just evolved, uh, perhaps. But um, you, you've really got something special here, and I, I wanted to make sure I, I could feature this on my my, yes, my right. show well, and to get thanks, this out. Thanks, thanks for the support. We're, um, we're, we're, we're pleased and we'd be very happy to, um, to, to, to help and work with you and, uh, and get, get the message out there. Um, as you say, this is something I hadn't necessarily thought of, um, but the applications are uh, are obvious. Um, so we'd, we'd we'd be happy to to support. I appreciate that. Well, Giles, thank you so much for your time today, and everybody. It is what three words? W H A T. The numeral three. W O R D S. What three words? Dot com. Check it out. Learn more. You can find the app. 
Um, and we've talked about, you know, so many different ways to use it. And remember, you're having the big family gathering or something like that. It could easily be something you put in an address. So when everybody arrives, they, they know right where to go um, from um, how this can make its way into just so many things um, in your life. And you're going to start seeing these addresses. You're going to start seeing the logos, which I'll have here. You'll know what they mean. Embrace it. This is terrific. And, and again, I'm sharing this is um, recasting the way that geospatial um, addressing is is being done. So um, I'm going to just close this with a little story of, I remember watching a documentary years ago, and I think I wrote about this, um, but the documentary showed a brand new warship, and they were going through the, the, the wheelhouse of the warship, and there were open spaces in this warship. So there'd be you know, some navigation, but then there'd be nothing. And then, you know, another three feet later, and somebody asked, what goes here where the nothing is? And they said, that's where the technology, which will be invented in 20 years goes. That's for that. And we're kind of there with what three words when we look at, um, we're going to see that coming on scene in, um, in so many applications. And Again, I'm so excited because I know what this is going to translate into for safety and rescue um, into the system. So, Giles, thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. I'm still in day over here, so but you've been wonderful. What Three Words has been wonderful in getting information back to me um, extensively about um, different aspects of the company, specifically about their their work in safety. So the comp- your company's been terrific to work with also. Um, and uh, take care and just uh, again compliments compliments so thank you so much giles this has been the safety doc podcast with author radio show host and leading safety expert dr david perodin remember to check back each week for the latest best and most bizarre practices in safety preparation and crisis response you can find dr perodin on twitter at Safety PhD. And remember, the truth will keep you safe.